0: Oh, Welcome in it is week 10 we finally made it to the double digit part of the season here a lot of craziness in week nine the packers still can't win and i don't know how you feel about it dave but i would have probably bet the house that the jets would not beat the bills and i i still don't know how it happened i didn't watch the whole entire game but like it's shocking man completely like the best team in the nfl would. You know one of the worst organizations in the NFL. I was shocked whoa, by whoa, that. Crazy. Whoa,
1: best man. team best team in the NFL. You you might need to pump the brakes a little bit because Oh, uh, the
0: Eagles, the Eagles are Yeah.
1: Probably, yeah but, they yeah. got to be
0: they got to be the best best now, now right? Undefeated, most complete yeah, no, or is it still the Bills?
1: No, it's 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 the Eagles, then Chiefs 2, Bills 3. Bills do this every year. They should have had home field last year and they find ways to lose these simple games. Losing in Miami earlier this year um was awful too um they just threw the game away when they dominated the ball 40 to 20 they did it again this week he threw two picks two horrendous picks one near the end zone when they were going into score to go 14 nothing the other one he throws in their own territory that turns into a touchdown so josh allen's still a little loose with the ball and the jets just you know it's funny it reminds me of the giants a little bit even minnesota if you're looking at a team that's seven and one surprising people they're not great the jets giants and vikings but they win close games. And that means yep. something going late into the season. And I, I give the jets and Salah a ton of credit.
0: Now, Salah's the real deal. He kind of reminds me of like a, a healthier version of Rex Ryan, like defensive minded <laughs> coach. Yeah. Players to play for him. not they better teeth. Yeah. Young talent on a defensive side and they play ball. So quarterback still sucks. I don't think he's good, but they're, they're putting things together here in New York and, Luckily, I was putting some things together, man. Like I had a big week at 20% mixed in did. and tools, man. The tools really do help. You know, I take, you know, Sticks kind of went under the hood and kind of gave his details out of how he builds in Discord. And, you know, our Discord me- community is huge, man. Just I learn from everybody. We learn from each other. We talk about it. You definitely need to hop in our Discord. Um, it's free to enter. Just go to windailysports.com. There's Discord links all over the website. And then what I do is simply look at Styx's projections at Windaily. He puts in 40, 50 hours a week. I cheat off him. It's pretty simple. I find out the best plays that he likes, the best value plays, the best projections. And then I load those players in the player pool with our optimizer. So the optimizer, like I probably wouldn't have gotten to, I was telling you before the show, probably wouldn't have gotten hand building a lineup with Justin Fields and Joe Mixon together. I like them. They are my player pool. Had about 15% of fields, 20% of Mixon. The odds of me hand-building that lineup with Mixon and Fields and the rest of that lineup that ended up going off for like 240 points, very low odds. Not to say that the optimizer will do it every single week if you get your player pool right, but it was nice having 20% of Joe Mixon and all those items cash in, a couple cash in really big. So you want to use the tools – I wouldn't have gotten there without them and building 20 lineups, 50 lineups, 100 lineups. Sometimes it's hard clicking in names like Mixon when he's been so bad week to week. But when you're like, you know what? I want to get a couple of shares, Mixon, let me set the exposure to 20%. And the optimizer builds it for you. You load it up on DraftKings, you kind of set it and forget it. It's a lot easier mentally because sometimes you just don't get there. You really just don't get there because, like, oh, I love ATN. I had ATN as well, but. Those combinations sometimes work out better if you take the projections and you look at the optimizer, you lower your player pool and you get into it. So if anybody has any questions on how to build with an optimizer, you can hop with our, in our expert chat. Definitely check us out at winddailysports.com and, and get the projections. You know, we're going to showcase some of the projections right now. Um, they will change from today, Wednesday night, compared to, you know, let's call it Saturday night. And I do all my building on Saturday night. I, I really do. I spend all the time on Saturday night building after I get all the information in. So, like, right now, we'll break down Weeks 10's, you know, quarterback projections. And, obviously, if you look at the top, Josh Allen is there. Dave, do you think he plays? Like, he's there now. And he makes sense if he is going to be on the slate to be, you know, one of the top quarterbacks. But do you think he ends up playing Week 10?
1: Yes, I do. Um, listen, the Bills just kind of made their season a little more difficult. The win in Kansas City now means, you know, not as much as it did before. They're tied with the Chiefs at the top of the AFC. There's no wiggle room anymore, right? Like, I think if they can ice that thing up, inject it with some steroids, you know, whatever, quarter zone, I, I think they find a way to play him. I really, really do.
0: Yeah, so you now, plays- do I like him? I don't know about that, but I think he plays. One guy you were big on, if you watch the the draft cast, I mean, not the draft cast, the pregame show on Sunday on this channel, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on all the shows. Sometimes we pop on late night, early, golf, NBA, NFL, you know, so make sure you like and subscribe to the channel, but you were high on Justin Fields. He's currently number three on the board. He is... As you can see, if you sort by projection, he's number three. But if you sort by value, he's popping up number two simply because of the matchup. Detroit is a team that we're going to target week in and week out. And Fields obviously looked a lot better, man. There were some really cool shots, uh, different camera angles that really show you how fast he is. Like I would assume yeah. I'm just taking a guess here. Probably faster than Jalen Hurts, probably up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Top, uh-huh. Up there with Lamar. Lamar might yeah. be juking a little bit more, but Fields can run, man. This guy was flying down the field, and that rushing upside is really huge here. So he's your guy. You were yep. on him last week. I'm I'm gonna safely assume you're gonna be on him this week as well, huh? I am, and he's gonna be a little chalky. I mean,
1: going into last week, he was he 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 performed well in three weeks ahead of that in the top eight and quarterbacks in those three weeks and last week busting out as the top quarterback but when you understand the pace of the game that miami was going to want to play against he was obviously my one or two last week um and i think a lot of people jumped on board and that's who hit and you did obviously as well um and i think he's going to be back in there this week but we got to be we got to temper expectations a little bit the value was huge last week at 5300 now he's jumped up 1200 i know he plays detroit i know detroit's bad But they're coming off a game where they did really neutralize Aaron Rodgers. Different style quarterback. Got it. But I just don't want to jump into Fields that quick this week without giving it a little bit more assessment of the whole pool. And before I uh, transfer, hey, David, in the chat, we're going to get to your stuff shortly. We got a lot on quarterbacks. Specifically, Daniel Jones will come up.
0: Yeah, I think Fields, obviously, the only way I come off him is if you know, for the most part, he becomes like super popular due to Detroit. Green Bay's broken he's, like that. He's going to be 30%. Like, the fact that Aaron Jones did not go out there and have a good game. The fact that Aaron Rodgers does not have a good game. It's Detroit, man. Like it really is Detroit. So I think it's not, I don't think it's Detroit's defense got good last week. I just think Green Bay sucks and they're broken ownership down. I don't know. What do you want to call it? Whoever's calling the plays, Aaron Rodgers, not committed. Him blaming everybody else, but totally off the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, uh, I had some lineups for fields and and mixing and ATM with Aaron Jones that like if he just had like a decent game, thousands more would have been put on the board. But talk about Kyler Murray. Interesting, he's number two. Um, I think it's kind of a tough matchup against the Rams. He had a better matchup last week, kind of disappointed. Still got there, didn't burn you. But Kyler versus the Rams, are you in or out here? Out.
1: Uh, he played the Rams earlier this season, put up 16 points. The Rams are kind of like – they're tough defensively, especially in the passing game. You know, with those backs they have back there with Jalen Ramsey, they shut down Tom Brady for 58 minutes. I don't know – what let me take that back. 59 minutes. I don't know what they were doing that last minute there. It was actually embarrassing – um, to think that they just rolled over and let K-Dot and roll down the middle and Scotty Miller get two out routes. But in the end, that's a good pass defense. Kyler Murray's broken. Um, he was fighting on the sidelines at Hopkins. I just don't like anything with that team this year. I'm out on Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree there. Too expensive here, tougher matchup here. And like I said earlier, we have two sets of projection models. They update throughout the week. Six really makes a lot of updates come Friday and Saturday. So you see a lot of projections change here. We got our lineup optimizer where you can set exposures. You can lock players and, and literally build 150 lineups with just a couple clicks of a button. Like you just go right here, press 150 lineups. You want to make some adjustments, obviously lock players, not lock players, get your exposure, right. You know, on the right hand side here. But as you can see here, Mahomes is up here as well. Justin Fields is up there. Tua now is a question mark. Obviously, the guy's playing really good ball. He's got Tyreek. He's got Waddle. He's got Kiseki. He's got two running backs that can, you know, move the ball down the field. But Cleveland's defense, I think, is going to be one of the tougher matchups that he's going to have to face in quite some time. They're going to bring some pressure. Are you in or out on Tua at 6,700 on DraftKings? I'm in. I mean, Cleveland ranks 18th past
1: DVOA, 24th in DVOA overall defensively. Yes, they have that defensive line that you just said. And it can recapit it It did on Joe Burrow. So that's probably where people have a little recency bias and understand that they they can shut down some passing games. But I think the way that Tua gets that ball out, how quick it is, and then if you just give him that extra second or two, the cheetah and the waddle. Are just you know, they're just burning Good. teams. I, yeah. I like, I, I do like Tua this week. I probably, you know, looking at the top of the, you know, I'm out on Allen until we know a little bit more. Um, I just 8600 is ridiculous, and I'm out on Murray. So between Mahomes and Tua, they're they're right there. It's the top two on the slate, um, salary wise. And I would lean to it,
0: yeah. And look, like just like our projection model, you can sort by projection, but also sort by points per dollar and points per dollar on the optimizer right now like i said it's early in the week things will change but we got justin fields up top and then interesting that both our projection model and the optimizer is liking kenny pickett here i haven't seen enough you know i think the saints defense is pretty good they didn't look as good last week but i'm a little worried here on kenny pickett can you sell me On Pickett, or is he a fade for you? Because I know Sticks, you know, has him up there for a reason. I know our Optimizer, which is really a number-based projection model, is high on Pickett as far as being a value. Tough little matchup versus Saints, but your thoughts? Fifty-one hundred. Can you go with a little Kenny Pickett on Sunday?
1: I can, and and if you remember his last game, that he played was against the Philadelphia Eagles. Just had a buy, so I got to kind of. Get a little bit closer and, and, and see where Pickett was. And I think, you know, for me, looking at his game, he got thrust into this situation, had to start, you know, pretty much four four and a half games, four games, and then I came in the middle of the one. And now he got the bye week to kind of reset and really try and, you know, set this offense. Matt Canada having a little more time with him now over these last two weeks and getting a New Orleans team that is just, you know, one. You know, a lot of people had New Orleans as the top defense in a lot of season-long fantasy drafts. Well, you know, it went wrong, and I think you can attack this New Orleans team, and I think you can attack it aggressively. Um, Lattimore has been great; he's been dinged up some. I can get there with Pickett because the running game is completely non-existent. Completely right. I yep. mean, there's no more Najee Harris. Like, it, it, like I can't play him anywhere. Where I think I can get Pickett at 5100. We talked about this other week with Ellinger at 4000. If I can get him 20, which is possible. I mean, his upside is probably 18, 19. I I think that's a really good number for a $5,000 quarterback. And more in GPP, though. Let me just preface that because you're looking for upside. And that's this guy's got upside with that salary and that matchup.
0: Yeah, if we're sending ownership right now as far as what I would be putting into my lineup, I definitely would in the $5,000 range. You know, I'll, I'll take a couple shots on Pickett. I think Stafford. He's broken, but Arizona is also broken defensively. So you can go there. Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones, and also Jacoby Brissett um, at 5,400 against Miami. I think that's where I would go to as far Love as DPP builds. Yep. Um, just Miami, another team that's going to score a bunch of points. Their defense is leaking points on the back side. So Cooper, um, Nick Chubb is going to be a player. we can talk about running backs. But... There's going to be a ton of articles up at windailysports.com. Go check them out for free with promo code green. You want to check out these projection models, lineup optimizers. You definitely want to come over to windailysports.com. Now, Dave. Jay, let, let's, let's answer
1: this Daniel Jones question. Cause it might be a little big, but you put it, you just talked about him. Dave's asking Daniel Jones, could he have a big game because they're going to be so focused on Barkley. So that's kind of what that summary is there. And, Here's the thing that we know. We always attack, because I write the running back articles, and I I, I spend a lot of time, and I know we all do, trying to get edges there. And attacking Houston's easy, right? But it really has been profitable in the run game. But is this one of those weeks where we could maybe see Daniel Jones explode in the run game?
0: Yeah, look, Barkley's the safer play. Daniel Jones has been impressive. Um, He's been more impressive in matches where they're not really favored. So – I think it's more of a Barkley week, you know. I think Barkley is the safer play here, but Daniel Jones has a rushing upside. He has the ability to, you know, move the ball down the field. So I'm not off him. I'll probably have my exposure to him in GPPs around five to ten percent, mixing with the other, you know, mixed in with the other five thousand dollar guys I mentioned. Have more ownership towards Barkley. You can see Barkley here on the running backs right now. It's Henry number one, Barkley number two, Aaron Jones number three. I was burned last week. I don't know if I can go back there against a better Cowboys team. I know Dubs is out as well now. So I'll probably be off of Aaron Jones. And this could be the Joe Mixon week for Aaron Jones. You don't know. So I won't take him out of the player pool. But, you know, there's other spots here. I think Barkley's in a great spot. You know, sorting by value. Damien Pierce, 6,300 is currently popping. These, these will change throughout the week. And, you know, you want to check out. Knicks projections which are different from these as well so running backs though who do you have on the top of your list right now yeah let me just
1: uh and and I'll give you that um no I would not play Jones and Barkley together the Giants play too slow of a pace for me you need one to blow up I don't see two blowing up like like that's just my thought there I mean you've had maybe one week you could pair them together and they got 40 total points but I think you got to go one or the other. So that's just my feeling here. And to be honest, Jones is so high from a volatility perspective, only hit 3X twice with his value that, you know, i probably play him maybe a little more in cash than I do in GPPs. He's only probably, he's spiked 30. That's it. But um, as far as running backs go, Jay, and it's a good question, there's there's a lot of good value this week. We've been seeing running backs, the key to a lot of m- millimakers makers this year, And if we're going to get deep down, I mean, Saquon's one, right? But then when we're looking at the top of the board, I mean, how can we go far away from a guy like Nick Chubb? Um, He's just been so consistent. I think that game is going to be a very good environment. You could get in a game environment there. I know Derek Henry, you know, pretty good against Denver, but as long as Malik Willis is starting, I I feel a little risky. Uh, Kansas City kind of had the formula in the second half. I think Chubb is maybe my favorite back on the board of the tier ones, the guys above 7K this week.
0: Yeah, I think Barkley, great spot. Um, Kamara should be in a great spot. If Zeke's out again, Tony Pollard's in a great spot. So I I agree with Sticks here so far. ATN is just going to be on the field a ton, catching passes, playing from behind against Kansas City. Trevor Lawrence, too, a quarterback that's in play for me. This could be a good bounce-back spot for Josh Jacobs. I heard some rumors that he might have, like, punched a waiter or a waitress and he was yeah. in, arrested the other day. So, I've got to make sure uh, that's all cleaned up. You know about um, Agent Shorty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, she just posted, is Chubb game script proof? Oh, he's, I think he is. He's, yeah, he is. He is. You know, he's not catching a ton of passes, but... Yeah, unless they're getting blown out here, you'll see a little bit more Kareem Hunt, but at 8,100 you're paying up for it. I, I do like the upside of Barkley in a, in a matchup against Houston, probably a little bit better, You know, more upside, but Nick Chubb's a beast. As long as they're winning, I think he's in a better situation. If they're trailing, I still think it's a lot of Nick Chubb because it's not going to be airing the ball a lot, but you might see a little bit more Kareem Hunt on the field, which could worry me a little bit, but As we get throughout the week, you know, I read Sticks' article. You know, I read all the articles on windailysports.com. So I try to not make any lineups and not lock anybody in come Wednesday night. It's more of a research process to me to see, okay, where are the matchups at? Who's really in a good spot? What do the numbers say? And as the week progresses, you know, these injuries pop up. And as of right now, you know, I'm sorting by value now. I like the fact that Barkley is still popping. Kamara's still popping. They were like 1-2 on the board as far as projection. And Pollard versus Green Bay, let's just talk about this for a second. Like Pretty much a lock last time they oh. played. Um, we locked him in. He paid off well. He looked good. Um, Green Bay defense, your thoughts about hitting the lock button on a guy like Pollard at 6,500? I'm probably
1: playing 50% if he's number one RB, if Zeke's out. Uh, yeah. Green Bay, you're going to see the numbers shown like 18th against Fancy Fancy points against running backs. Guess what? They're 31st in rush defense DVOA. They get sieved all the time. Jamal Williams had another big week last week. Just didn't really cash in from the end zone perspective as that game was a lot lower scoring than a lot of us thought. A lot different here. I know Pollard's also the home run type of guy, right? Break level one, I think he can get past Green Bay's, uh, you know, get deep and get a long run against them, probably for a touchdown. So as long as Zeke is out, Pollard's huge. If not, he's probably in my top two, three of all running backs this week.
0: Yeah, question for you. Um, if Jonathan Taylor is out, how do you feel about the matchup of Deion Jackson versus the, the Raiders here? Is that a spot that you might want to go to if you need some value? Yes, but I saw
1: Dion go out last week with, a you know, he twisted his knee. Um, he was actually trending. Okay. He was like in the five, six point range, middle of third quarter, looking like he's on his way to double digits. I'm a little concerned. I know he ran up and down the sidelines after that injury, but they didn't let him get back in. So for me, I'm out on Deion Jackson until I see a little bit more, um, going forward here. And I'm also out. There's a question in the booth here about Sam Ellinger. I'm out on everything Colts this week. I know Vegas is not great, but Jeff Saturday and this 30 year old kid calling plays, um, I just, I think it could either be a shit show or fireworks, and I don't know. I'm not ready to bet bet on fireworks, so I, I'm out on everything. Colts
0: this week. And from a from a research perspective, I want to get one last start here on running back position. Has Jeff Wilson emerged as RB one for well, Miami, or is Mostert still fighting for touches here? Yeah,
1: no. I it, it, it. I mean, I'm I'm actually stunned that Jeff Wilson got that kind of reps. I mean, if you looked at it last week, the running back snap counts in um in Miami Jeff Wilson got 49% to 47% of Mostert. but when we look second half it was more like 70 30 um so it i don't know where to take this yet i'm very very surprised that Jeff Wilson overtook a guy that i thought was having a decent year so as far as the numbers go him getting the snaps after just 3 weeks of practice would
0: lead me to say it's Jeff Wilson but but i'm just not sure yet yeah Um, we got to wait for more news to come out as of right now, if I was locking three running backs, it'd probably be Saquon Pollard and ATN here at the running back position, but let's turn it over to wide receivers. You know, top of the board here, pretty much most weeks you're going to see a guy named Tyreek Hill close to the top. Now he's 9,100 though. So the game changes as price changes. We talk a lot about it in discord, you know, cash games, GPPs, it all changes. But a 9,100, you're getting to that, that upper echelon here that you really need to hit on it. But Tyreek, having a great season, he's kind of saying it doesn't matter who's my quarterback, whether it's Patty or Tua, you know, I'm going to go out there and show up every single week because nobody can guard me. Um, good spot for Tyreek. Good uh-huh. spot for Stefan Diggs if, you know, Allen's throwing the ball. If he's not, probably come off that. Not a great spot for D-Hop, you know, going against the Rams, but still getting a ton of targets. Cooper Cup in a great spot again, but $9,000. Devontae Adams emerged. I don't know if you remember, Dave, but I, I said, <laughs> you know, that, that Adams and car combo could be electric and it could pay off in GBBs. Kind of did. It started off super hot. I don't know what the Raiders are just like. I, I don't know the correct word, dumb. I don't know what they do, but like. They have a game plan, it works, and then they stop doing it. Like, just get the ball to Adams. It's your best weapon offensively outside of Josh Jacobs. So, Adams versus Indianapolis, probably stay off, but could be interesting. Justin Jefferson, Buffalo, probably off that. So, like, if I'm leaning up top, it's probably going to be Tyreek Hill and and maybe Cooper Cup if I have the salary for one or the other, not both. But where you at at the top side? Yeah, top side, you know, Diggs is obviously one of those guys. We've got to
1: wait and see um, yep. who's throwing to him. Um, if it's Allen, I really love it, like you said. But at the top, top, it's Tyreek first. Cup had a decent game against Arizona before, but he's not, he hasn't had any of those, you know, break free games. And as far as, you know, that offensive line goes and the way Matt Stafford's playing right now, a little nervous that, you know, a Cup's potential going forward here. His teams are starting to, like, kind of like, Corral him a little bit. So I'm with you. I think it's Hill. And if I fact, to take the next layer down, I'm telling you, um, I'll even take a couple steps further. I, I love Amari Cooper this week. Uh, yep. The Dolphins just play such a game script that allows you to uh, be able to pass against them. I think they're 31st and pass DVOA. I think Brissett is good. We've already talked about him. And I think Cooper is in line for six to eight receptions, if not more.
0: Yeah, I like Cooper a lot, man. He's always under-owned. I hope he stays on their own. I love the yeah. matchup against Miami 6,500 great price on him. Question. I got sucked into St. Brown last week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not really like a full St. Brown guy. Cause I'm not really a, a golf guy. Um, and I've been there for some of the wins and he's, he's given me some money, build the bankroll. But like last week, I'm like, why is everybody like him against green Bay Jair, okay, I even asked him, is Jair going to be, you know, shadowing him? He said, no. I said, all right, I'll get some shares. Luckily, I went lighter than the field. He was like heavily owned in cash, even heavily owned in GPPs. But this is now a matchup that you might want to attack here versus Chicago. Pretty good value at 2.52. Um, are you on or off St. Brown here versus Chicago?
1: I'm on because of almost what you opened your sentence with with St. Brown, and that's he burned some people, right? So when you get burned, you kind of feel like you got to, you know, cut ties with people. St. Brown's going to be under own this week. I think it's a great spot. Chicago 30th and past DVOA. I, and you saw last week, too, it just shred that. man. it wasn't just that, you know, Hill and Waddle were wide open, they were wide, wide open. And I, I think, you know, St. Brown's going to have the similar. Effect on this team, it is in Chicago, so we got to just keep an eye on weather and field conditions there. As we know, Chicago's field is the worst in the NFL. So, as long as we get a good sunny day again, you know, decent weather, decent fall weather in Chicago, I'm back in on St. Brown. I'm, I, I think you got a good point.
0: Yeah, Dave, we haven't spoken much about the Kansas City versus Jaguars game. Look, anytime Kansas City is on the slate, it's going to be a game that you're going to have to talk about in regards to stacking. For DFS and stacking, we talk about it all the time in our in our Discord chat here. Look, Mahomes is always in play, man. The dude is, like, people doubted him, but he's the truth, man. He's really, really good at football. He can run. He can throw. He can get out of trouble. Guy's electric. Over under here, 50 and a half. Um, they're favored by 10. Mahomes is in play but i want your 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 thoughts here on wide receivers from both sides. Let's start with Kansas City. If you're ranking them and i heard that Hardman was not at practice today so that may change things. Tony didn't really get involved too much, you know, in week 9, but you got Juju there now, you got MVS, you got Hardman, you got Tony, you got Kelsey, and you got a potential game where it could be out of hand cuz they are favored by 10, but it's the NFL you can't really predict blowouts as we saw last week with the Jets and the Bills. Um, your thoughts about the KC passing attack and then get right into it. Talk about the Jacks, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. Any love there from the passing side?
1: Yeah. You know, if I'm going to stack KC, and I do like Mahomes this week, I think he can, you know, continue to build on that um, success he had against the Titans going for 440 plus. And Jacksonville kind of, you know, will play a type of game that, that, you know, they're going to have to decide what they want to do. You know, take out the run or take out the pass like Tennessee did. Tennessee took out the run. Uh, There was nobody there. McKinney got most of the snaps because they just gave up on it. But in the end, I think it's Mahomes, and I think you stack it with Juju. Um, Jacksonville have been pretty good against tight ends. Uh, Sixth overall, you know, allowing fancy points. Sixth least, I should say. You know, we still love Kelsey, but those prices are just outrageous. Juju still got 18% of the target share last week. You know, I'm always looking for guys in the 20, you know, 18 to 20 percent range. If you bust out above that, obviously love it more. So I like Juju and your notes about Hardman, I think, are valid. Um, As far as Jacksonville goes, it's still going to be ETN. It's got to be getting 81 percent of the snaps. I mean, how can you not? I mean, that's it. It's one of the highest on the board across the entire NFL. So ETN, Kirk got back in. Um, Love that. I just I see a situation where this could really get out of hand quick. And I'm not sure I like the the Jacksonville passing game. Um, you know, a lot of times when you're down, you think okay, they'll just throw some garbage and come back. Not all the times. Sometimes it really gets down and stays down. And I, I'm I'm just nervous that Jacksonville can keep pace here. So I'm just gonna go ETN from the Jags.
0: Yeah, look, I'm gonna kind of disagree here just to, to some extent. Um anytime Casey's on the slate, I look to you know attack them with pass catches from the opposite team. So I do think. Sure. Um, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk and play. Obviously, I prefer ATN any day of the week over those two guys. ATN will be the first guy I go to. And then it's probably Christian Kirk next. And then a, a split between Zay Jones and Ingram. Look, they they probably can't hang, but they're going to not give up when they're down 15, 20 in this game. So these, these pass catchers are going to be involved. Um, So I'll go to it. I will probably game stack this or get pieces of this in, in some lineups. I'm not going to overly stack it because there is, you know, blow up threat here. If they just get, you know, they're being beat. They're down 20 to nothing in the first half. You know, things are going to slow down for both sides here. So definitely think it's in play. Um, Ingram, I'll give him another shot. Zay Jones on the shot and, and Kirk a shot. Not like in love with Trevor Lawrence. You know, I just don't think he's that good. But the pass catchers as one-offs are in stacks with Mahomes, um, MVS is popping because he's too cheap. Um, if Hardman's out, that changes a lot. If we're hearing Tony's getting more snaps in practice with the ones, that might change some things. I agree with you on Kelsey, kind of priced up here, hasn't been the same Kelsey of years past, and his ball is being spread around. So you gotta have to. I wouldn't go over, you know, board on the Kansas City side and overstack it, but getting a piece. Of one of the pass catchers in some lineups, I think makes a lot of sense because you know these games are really for GPPs. It hasn't been game stacks outside of a couple weeks that really did it, where you're getting like four or five guys from the same team. It's been a lot of one-offs, and we're not really sure who's going to be for Kansas City. So make some lineups with their top two or three pass catchers and hope that you have the right one in the lineup that ends up being the right one for you. Tight ends, we'll we'll kind of breeze through it real quick. Obviously. Kelsey's up top. I don't think he's a must play by any means. We got him on top of our board. Um, Higby's mm-hmm. up there, kind of had a dud, but his price dropped down to thirty six hundred. Zach Ertz always in play, fifty two hundred. Fryar at at forty two hundred. Ingram, I like Njoku a lot. Nijoku might be one of the safer plays at forty one hundred with Dobbs out. You know, maybe some Robert Tunyan as well, thirty seven hundred. Um, Dolchik potentially thirty four hundred as well. There is some value here. Um, I I would prefer to go to value than pay up for Kelsey. Um, But if we see low ownership on Kelsey, maybe that changes things. You know, I'm not really on this Tennessee and Denver game, but Hooper is only 2,500, too. Um, Caught a couple passes, you know, when Henry was going nuts the other day. So there's potential here. But, you know, probably staying at 3K, 4K range. Any favorite tight ends that you got right now?
1: Yeah, it's Dulcich. I, I it just look—the guy is just producing. He's averaged twelve points DK um, each game, and you're getting thirty-four hundred versus a team that's twenty-six against tight ends. Um, I, I think Dulcich is really good, in, and again, in a really good spot. I remember the kid coming out of UCLA? Um, he can run. Get him in the open field. He's going to get some yaks. So he's probably my favorite on the board. Commit. You got to at least consider here. In that type of game environment, if we're going to see a little bit of high scoring, Komet had the breakout game last week, was in a lot of millimakers. Um, Fields seems to kind if of I had like, him
0: If I had him in that Justin Fields on him with Mixon, that, that made me $3,000. I think I would have took $20,000 first uh, place, man. He was the, just he one was click. Piece, yeah, well, yeah. it was one click of the Optimizer. If the, if the Optimizer yeah. blessed me with Komet and Mooney and Fields, I guess I would have made twenty grand. But, yeah, I think that lineup had uh, – it had, uh, what's his name, Hayden Hurst in there that got like eight. But, yeah, he would have done it. Or Chris Godwin got more than ten, would have done it as well. Yeah. But uh, Komet's kind of sneaky, man. I think for whatever reason, Fields is getting a little bit more confident. They're moving the ball better, and he's more involved now. Yeah, and then the other one we got to
1: look at, and, and to be honest, if we're going to look to pair Pickett with anybody, I, I, I love Friar And I know yeah. New Orleans has shown up number one against tight ends. But, you know, overall, they're – you know, they're not great in the past defense. And I think Frymuth could be sneaky good this week. 4K is a little, like, I don't want to go much higher than that. Uh, But if I can fit him in at 4,200, I think Frymuth could be sneaky under, especially showing that New Orleans is first against tight ends. Um, I think we could see some volume in this game for the Penn State tight end.
0: Yeah, before we give out our favorite stacks, quick word from Tony. we go over our favorite stacks, locks. I don't know if you got some bets as well, but, Let's
2: hear from Tony real quick and come back real quick to the show. My name is Tony. you probably see me here before at for doing multiple different tasks, but it's because I love sports and I love making a profit. And we all know that it's tough economic times right now for everybody, for me, for you. So we got together as a team and said, how can we offer the best tools in the business for the best price point that we can make it a value to us and you as a consumer? And that's where we came up with $5.99 a week. Yeah, that's true. $5.99 a week. And remember, this promo code GREEN, G-R-E-E-N, you see the green behind the football, behind the numbers, because we all want some green in our lives, right? Let's face it. And how do we get the most green? And what do we get for this green for this $5.99 per week? Limited time offer, but for a weekly membership, you get access to every sport. We do every sport here at WinDaily. We have models for everything. Player prop models, prize pick models, optimizers, but the most important thing above our podcast, above our shows, above our articles, is our premium coaching in the Discord chat. We have experts in there 24-7 that are able to answer your questions and make it feel like a community. Okay, Here's a sample of some of the stuff that you get. You see the home run models right there. The prize pick prop models. Formula One racing. Yes, we do NASCAR. NFL showdowns. And then our highly popular Better Golf podcast. NCA football every Friday night. MLB DFS plays and props. And how about the run pass percentages that go in our articles every single week? On top of that, our highly popular NFL pre-lock show. PGA Draftcast. these guys from the golf show are hitting on a weekly basis. MLB strategy. And then you see some more statistics when it comes to football. These are the graphs that you see. And then everybody says, what else do you get? Where's the screenshots? Who wins, right? Well, here you go. We'll give you some screenshots 50,000, 100,000, 25,000, 5,000, right? Then you go again, 25,000, 900. And guess what? It doesn't matter, big or small. Maybe it's $30. Maybe it's $50. Maybe it's $5. It doesn't matter. Okay. We talk to big and small, advanced, beginner. We're all a family here. If you're making money, that's good with us because that's where we want to be. So remember, Win Daily Sports, $5.99 a week. Get that green and let us turn your love of sports into a profit center.
0: Now, Dave, let's get right back into this. Obviously, we're here to help everybody. You've been hitting some bets. You've been hitting some props. Have you looked at the betting markets at all for Sunday yet or maybe Thursday night game as well? Were you leaning any early leans? I know you like to make your your bets, you know, towards the end of the week here, but what's your first thoughts looking at these lines?
1: Well, I mean, looking at the lines, you you you, you know, just early on tomorrow night and Thursday with the Falcons and Panthers, it's almost a replay of two weeks ago and the Panthers, you know, came up short last week, uh really bad. I had to bring Baker in against Cincinnati. And even in the game against Atlanta, they really had some struggles against Atlanta until late in the game when they were able to break loose with a DJ Moore long touchdown. That to me, I feel pretty good about going with Atlanta tomorrow night. I think Atlanta is just a very tough team. Tied for first in the NFC South, minus two and a half. I feel good about them. And I'm also looking at that game on Sunday morning. You know, 930, we can't get it on our our main slate DFS, but – Seahawks are tough and they're playing really, really well. But I think this is finally the time that, you know, Tom Brady got that like, you know, I, I don't know what you want to say, but he just let that burst out, that burst of energy, that burst. Like, finally, that's what he said in his practice conference. Added another F word, too. But um, I think I like the Bucks a little bit overseas this week as well.
0: Listen, man, that guy is facing a bad year, man. I don't know if you follow yeah. everything about everything. But, yeah, I'm not even talking about the divorce. Like, I'm not going to get into it. I don't know if you follow crypto and all that kind of stuff, but FTX yep. is like the number one crypto exchange or number two. He was endorsing it. He put millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars into it. And it basically became illiquid today mm-hmm. or yesterday. And he lost his wife, lost parts of his family time. And now you lost like a ton of money when you could have just like retired just probably not done that who knows but i don't know man you lose a lot of money you lose your wife Uh, i don't know about that yeah 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 i think i'd be super stressed like man like super stressed and now people can be chasing you down mike evans gonna be dropping balls you know it's probably not a good look but yeah some of these lines look interesting i like the atlanta call there i think that's a spot um that i'll look to first seattle Tampa bay Kind of worrisome because I do actually believe in Gino and that team is playing more complete. Um, but let's look at stacks for a second before we head out of here. Obviously, it's Wednesday night. We're going to be doing our, our NFL show Sunday morning, 11 a.m. You got to tune into that. You know, Dave killed it. Sticks killed it. Ghost is going to be on it. Maybe I'll pop back on like I did last week. Expert chat. We're talking all day Saturday. We do our serious XM show. From five to eight on Saturday nights. That you can ask me any questions. See you, hops on there with me for three hours as well. You guys do your NCA show, but as far as stacks go, you know Detroit and Chicago is a spot where you can look to Justin Fields. You can look to maybe Mooney or Commit, and then running back with somebody from Detroit that you feel good about. Maybe a bounce back spot for St. Brown here. Don't really like anybody else on Detroit. Um, Buffalo, Minnesota really comes down to if Josh Allen plays, if he plays, we could see a shootout. And Dave right now, if I'm seeing this line correctly, it's 43 and a half. If Allen plays, do you think that shoots way over that? Or do you think that line is saying that he's probably not going to play?
1: I think both the spread and the total do, do lean towards, at least they're playing some insurance game, I guess, in the end. Um, yeah, they didn't want to give out sixes and sevens to Minnesota fans in case he doesn't play and they get him early. So right now that line and the total is showing that he's not playing. I agree.
0: Yeah, if if he plays and that line somehow stays at 43 and a half, I'll definitely yeah. jump on you the over there. And obviously that game is more playable from a DFS perspective. Allen to Diggs, um, not touching the running game from probably both sides here, staying away there. And Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, you know, you got to look at those guys. For runbacks. Jacksonville, Kansas City, definitely a great spot to stack. I like the value at both sides of the wide right receiver charts. And then ATN is the only running back that really go to McKinnon. Maybe, you know, maybe you can get to McKinnon here at 4,800. But it, they're all splitting carries and they're all involved to some extent. So no running backs there. Um, any love, like you mentioned, this, this picket stack. Um, with the Steelers, is, is that a game that you're you're looking to get one offs in? And if you're stacking Pickett, who is the combo that you like? If you're running it back with somebody on New Orleans, and then who's the pass catcher you're pairing with Pickett here?
1: Well, I guess in that game, you know, Alave will be you know a big target. Obviously, Pittsburgh. Not great in the past defense. I mean, looking there, they're 21st overall in past DVOA, 20th overall in DVOA. They're they're just not very solid in the past game. We saw AJ Brown absolutely torch them the last time they played. So, look at number ones against Pittsburgh. It's been pretty safe, so it's a lobby for me as far as Pittsburgh goes. I guess the stack really does have to be pick to Friarmouth, but you know, outside, you know, the hashes. I really want to get in on one of the wide receivers, and I guess it's got to be Deontay Johnson for me if I'm going to get there. I'm not going to – there's no way I'm pairing three Steelers up. But I'll play a game with some Deontay, some Friar Muth. You know, Claypool's gone, right? So I, one of those guys has to be Pickens, maybe gets the recipient of those catches. So I'll look. I'll mix it up, but I'll never play three Steelers. I just can't. But I, I will stack a receiver and a quarterback in some line.
0: Yeah, one thing we can agree to, I think, this Miami-Cleveland game becomes really interesting. Um, Brissett is playable with Amari Cooper and Njoku. Nick Chubb is playable if you're going with a, a Tua to Tyreek stack or, or a Tua to Waddle stack here, 48-and-a-half over under. Do you see any upset potentially for Cleveland, or are you on the Miami side if you're betting it, or is it a fade for you from a betting perspective?
1: No, I, I actually think the, the value is better with Cleveland this week. Miami's good. I mean, we get it, but um, they let Chicago creep back into that game a little bit last week. They're coming off, I think, if I remember right, two straight road games. Um, Cleveland's coming off a bye. I think we got a little bit of value with Cleveland here. So if I did bet it, it, I'd lean towards the Browns, especially if it stays above that key number of three and we're getting three and a half. As far as that game goes, it's one of the favorite game environments. You're looking at – Two teams with not good defenses. And I think you can really get involved with a lot of the Cleveland passing game and Chubb, as well as a full stack on Miami's passing game. I'm nervous touching any Miami running back this week. You know, take a shot on Wilson. If you're in GPPs, lay off most But if I'm in cash, I'm not playing either.
0: Yeah, for everybody listening, we'll be breaking down the entire slate Saturday and Sunday morning. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. And make sure you hop in an expert chat. You know, people who are near chatting chatting up, use promo code GREEN. You lock in for free for a week. Access the projection models, line of optimizer, expert chat. Read Dave's article. Read an article breakdown from every position from our staff at winddailysports.com. It is free. All you got to do is go there, use promo code GREEN, lock in for free. Dave, any last thoughts before we head out here on a Wednesday night, man? If you want to even say... Go met, bet some NBA MAC action, whatever you got on the slate, man. Give us your favorite thought before you head out. Yeah,
1: I've been watching MAC action in the back corner here, but um, it's all it's all settled in now. Been great two days there, four and two over those days. So, um, nice. man, the one team that let me down was Western Michigan tonight, but they were up late, let one go, but that's okay because um, it happens. But you know, why it's know, okay,
0: Dave? Because uh, I think I bet Northern Illinois, is bro. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. There there you go. So if I'm
1: not going to win, you win. I like it. My there big comeback
0: though. I'll tell you the truth. My big
1: comeback was the Buffalo game. Um, that line stumped to high. You know what? And I was like, man, did I, did I really miss this one? And they come back and it, you know, they were down 17 were they, and a half. Who were they playing again? Well, that central Michigan beat Buffalo, but they were down seven okay. at half and outscored them 24 three in the second half. So it was beautiful. But um, you know, looking at one game, you just you know, we talked about earlier, and you're you know, we want to get involved obviously in the KC Jacks, when we want to get involved in Cleveland, Miami, really get involved in the Detroit, Chicago, but pay attention to weather. That game at 48 and a half is the second highest total on the board, and it's just got really good potential. Um, for a couple of sneaky guys, like Jay said earlier, St. Brown could be under owned. We talked about in the comments. You got guys like Mooney that it's really starting to pay off. I think Mooney was in your lineup last week, Jay. Um, He's, he's had three straight positive weeks. So keep an eye on that. And I think you could get some value in that Detroit Chicago game outside of just, you know, the chalky fields and potentially, you know, a guy like Jamal Williams.
0: Yeah. So we're out of here. We try to keep this thing quick, hop in our expert chat, hop over to win daily sports, read the articles, lock in for free. Windalysports.com with promo code green gets you everything for one week to check everything out. Everybody have a profitable week. Good luck in your NBA slates tonight, tomorrow, NFL showdowns. Look, we've been I've been building a lot of showdown lineups too. Kind of give my cores out in our Discord chat. You know, things break down late. We can't do a show for every showdown and stuff like that. So hop in that Discord for free. Get our cores, get our plays, get our bets, get our props. Uh, We got prop models on the site as well. So lock in with everything. Good luck in the rest of your week. And we'll be back probably tomorrow with some more breakdowns.